and Lindsay Simpson. Each week, we catch up with Krista and Lindsay to hear what's happening now, what hilariousness happened then, and to ask, is it almost 30? Wicked, 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 wicked. Uh, welcome to Almost 30. It is Lindsay welcome Simpson. Welcome to Almost 30. And Krista Williams. Krista Williams, what's up? We are here on our sacred day, our Saturday, mm-hmm. which The we best love. day. Um, we are... So thankful that you are back listening. Mm-hmm. We would love for you to subscribe, rate, and review if you haven't Send already. Send to friends if you want. Yeah, share it with your friends. Maybe mm-hmm. an episode resonated with you. It's yep. always cool to like pass that on to someone. Maybe it'll resonate or with them. Or email us your questions so we can have you call in because we'd love to have you. Yeah, we have a Skype number. Mm-hmm. You can call in. Secret. Um, and we would love to have you on air. This this episode is, is pretty rad. It's really dope. We have um, Nicole Kogan mm-hmm. of No Bread mm-hmm. on talk to me about no bread she's an entrepreneur she started her own business no bread is like a major instagram account i think it has like over 100k yeah over i think 100 something and nicole has basically taken the gluten-free craze even though it impacted her personally and made it into a business made it into like a movement basically and she has awesome brand partnerships she just is really doing her thing so it's really cool to hear her talk about being an entrepreneur being young social media, strategic business stuff, everything yeah. like that. So she's awesome. So I know you guys are going to really love this one. Check it out. No Bread. She's a YouTube channel. She just launched. She's like someone to watch for sure. Yeah, Nicole Kogan, No Bread. We love her. Enjoy. Enjoy. So as we were saying about sweaty balls. No, was, you've never seen that SNL skit? No. Can you hear me chewing? Yeah. Oh, fuck. <laughs> That's amazing. You should definitely get closer to the mic. Yeah. I love that. <laughs> this is No Bread eating No Bread. <laughs> We have sound sound to prove it. <laughs> She's got a delicious oh salad. God. That's so funny. Mm, yeah, I get mm, mm. Mm. Okay. Sorry, Perk. people. No, you're good. It's okay. Just do your thing. We're gonna talk about sweaty balls until you're done. No, it was that SNL skit with um Alec Baldwin, right? Mm. Alec Baldwin and Molly Shannon. Mm-hmm. And it's like a Christmas special. And they're like they're talking about their sweaty balls that they made. And they're like describing them. Yeah. But they just, they're like little Christmas balls of like chocolate and goodness. And they're like, oh, these sweaty, because his name is Shweddy. Yeah. He's like, You're, these sweaty balls are so moist. <laughs> they're, they just melt in your mouth. Love your balls, Shweddy. It's <laughs> so funny. Anyhow. God, that cell that's taking over the room. <laughs> Wait, is it good though? Yeah. So she's eating from Takaya. Are we I have on? Like, yeah. I have, yeah, we are on. Oh my God. I, Whoa. <laughs> I have a few. I have like two local haunts. I've been like hiding from the microphone because I was like, oh no, you're fine. You got your bite. No fine. Worries. One more bite and then I'm done. Oh, it's fine. Nope. Um, I have like two places that I take people. One is Takaya mm-hmm. in Venice because it's a block away from me and it's amazing and then the other is flower child dude i was telling her about flower child oh my god flower child second rocks. in santa monica yeah it's it just kind of food is it? it's just like if i want to spend 40 dollars on lunch I'll, <laughs> I'll enjoy it at flower child i'm like but it's like farm to table yeah. quick service it's too. just like la girl spot yeah. there's like tons of pictures on the wall and takea is just so good it's so the good. best um i'm guys, a huge Greenleaf fan 
Me too. Oh, I but love like, Greenleaf. Mm-hmm. What, you, what do you get there? I get like, well, you can make your own. Okay. Or I do this salmon salad with like grape and cranberry yep. in it. Yep. And the sweet potato fries. Sweet potato fries, hundred <sighs> percent. Or crack. And snap, the um, the dip with the green dip. Yes. It's What's level. the green dip? And the activated charcoal vodka drink. Oh, oh my god! Yeah, because then you're like, oh, I'm so drunk and I'm healthy. <laughs> yeah, you're like, but it's like also I'm not detoxifying. Feel this in the morning. Yes, yeah. that's amazing. Guys, we're so excited. We've got Steve here. We've got Nicole. Co- Steve's our new sound guy. He lives <laughs> in Trader Joe's and works works with us now. Literally another angel that has uh huh come through. Come through. But we're at the Village Workspace. He's Right now, um, we've got really amazing sound. And like I said, we have Nicole here of No Bread. Um, Nicole is the bomb. And if you don't know of her, you need to know of her at No Bread on Instagram. Um, She's got like 48 million followers, I think. (laughs) I think her and Kylie are kind of competing at at this level. Um, She's now got a YouTube channel, No Bread. She's got her own business. She's just traveled the world. She is, she does it all. And I think she's living the life that a lot of people at, in our generation want. You know, like the traveling, kind of making her own schedule, doing her own thing, being creative, connecting with the right people, doing what she wants for her business. And I just am so happy that you're here. Thank you. Yeah. I just want to like bring you around Long with me everywhere to introduce yeah. me. Like, I'm like go order a sandwich. Yeah, girl. Like, this is Krista for my intro. Yeah, I'll be like, hold on really fast before we start. No bread. Yeah. Um, no bread. Mm-hmm. Follow you around, say no, Brad. Um, Thanks for having me. Yeah, girl. How would you like? What do you say when you talk to people? Like when someone's like, "What do you do?" Oh my god, I hate that question. What do you say when people ask me, "What do I do?" I'm like, "Well, it depends on who's asking." Totally. Me. And how much time do you have? Yeah. To tell you. Yeah. Because I say essentially like, just that people don't really ask too many questions. Mm-hmm. I say, "Oh, I'm a blogger," and then it's mm-hmm. like the next question is gonna be like, "Oh, what do you blog about?" And yeah, I say, yeah, like, yeah. Oh, food, lifestyle. But then that opens the doors to like a million different things. And then, mm-hmm. or if I say like, oh, I have my own company. And then, you know, people want to like really get into like the logistics of a company. Totally. And wait, but then you also have like the social media profile, but that's not your company, but it's the same name. And it's just like, so I'm all, it just depends on who. And I say totally. like, oh, you know, I started a food and lifestyle uh, blog, Yeah, I guess. What are like the weird questions that people ask you? Oh, gosh. Um, People always ask me, they're like, so how do you make money? I mean, okay, so every time when I was living in New York, um, when I was living in New York, I was I'd be asked that question like every single day Mm -hmm. at some point, like no joke. That's such a New York question. Such a New York. And it was so funny because I was dating this guy recently and. What's his name? Um, <laughs> <laughs> Sir? First and Dated last. Dated <laughs> And he was out here, and I was explaining him to him, like, the difference between New York and L.A., because we mm-hmm. met in New York. And I was saying, like, in New York, you know, I went to an Ivy League school. So just from that stance alone, people don't understand, like, what do you mean? What are you doing? Because mm-hmm. also I was in finance. Like, I was teaching finance at Cornell. So mm-hmm. it was, Normal. for them, this is like the biggest, most drastic change ever. But like the whole New York culture is, you know, how happy you are is depends on, dependent on how much money you have, which is like psycho. Because it's really like the more money you have, the more miserable you are because you're probably doing something you don't love, 100%. whatever. And I was saying to him, I was like, and then I come to LA and like 
I haven't been asked that question ever. Mm. Because, and like even a lot of my really, really good friends, I don't know what the hell they do. But like mm-hmm. they make it work. So why interrogate them? Like whatever she does, she does well at it because yeah. she's doing it. So, mm-hmm. you know, people out here just make it work and it's the culture. So anyway, we're out to dinner and a girl I went to college with stopped by the table and was like, oh my God, Nicole. And she was in LA visiting mm-hmm. for the weekend. I was like, whoa, hi, like blast from the past. And so we were just like chit-chatting, introduced her to the guy. Mm-hmm. And she was like, wait, so you're out here doing the food thing, right? And I was like, yeah, like doing mm-hmm. it. And you can see I just five <laughs> minutes earlier told him about this. And then she goes, so like you make money, like it works. And I was yeah. like, mm-hmm. And you could just see his face like light up because like he didn't understand that totally. that that people even cared enough to ask because he's not from mm. either location so mm-hmm. it was just like perfect timing it's like, crazy because it's like you i don't know i keep asking people stuff about money recently like i'm like literally on the prices right in my life like i'm like oh i like that shirt is that like uh 198 or 68 <laughs> i like love fucking guessing pricing but like it is. It's rude to ask that. It's crazy, isn't it? Like, it, it, well, because also think about it. Like out here in LA, there's a lot of actresses, hundred percent things like that, and like you don't know, you know, the most successful actresses, you don't know what they're getting paid per episode. So mm-hmm. literally, someone saying to me like, "Hey, do you make money?" or like, "Hey, what do you charge per post?" is like me going out to an actress and being like, "So what are you charging per episode?" Mm-hmm. And like, you would never do that. So totally. why is it okay for people to do it to me? Totally. Well, it's Absolutely. almost like the condescending way of doing it. You know? Yeah. Like, so like, you make money doing that? Are you like, okay? Yeah. 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 Like, for me, like, if I pursue acting, mm-hmm. and it's it's always been like, it's like the they're like smiling and gasping at the same time. Mm-hmm. They're like. Like, yeah. yeah, how do you do it? Yeah. And it's like you do a lot of things. Yeah. Right. right. And like you do a lot of things until it kind of funnels down into like exactly what you want to do. And totally. I'm sure at first you were doing a few things to try and like bring in yeah. some money mm-hmm. and whatever it was. But I mean. When I started No Bread, <laughs> what No Bread was was going to be this, you know, because if you go to NoBread.com, you see my city guides. Mm-hmm. So what NoBread was going to be was a custom menu guide for cities across the U.S. and then across the world. And that now is like 1% of what I do. Mm-hmm. And I thought I was going to create this technology that was going to custom make the menus and it was going to be this new tech startup. And now mm-hmm. I have this amazing website that, yeah, does still do the custom menus and the reviews across the world, but also... I'm a spokesperson for brands. I'm the go-to for gluten-free anything, you know, the go-to recipe platform, whatever it may be, but I'm doing a billion other things. Mm-hmm. I have, like, talking to, you know, maybe get a book deal soon or things like that that have all stemmed from Nobra, but never three years ago when I was starting was anything what I'm doing right now part of my plan. So, mm-hmm. and I made a, um, when I was leaving my job, I remember my dad said, like, oh, you got to make a business plan. I was like, all right, I've already beat you. I already have one. And, like, if I look at that, it is... It changes every week still. Because even right now, especially I'm about to launch this video series, what if I get some crazy opportunity based off of this video series and that happens in two weeks? Mm. So people will be like, hey, like, are you free to come to my ex activity in February? I'm like, I don't even know where I am tomorrow. Mm-hmm. And like, I travel so much too. November, I don't even think I'm in LA. At the moment, I'm not in LA for a single day. Really? So it just nonstop. Yeah. So. And I've been thinking about that lately. Like, and I want to go back and kind of explain no bread and kind of yeah. do that yeah. story from like start to finish. But I have to say what I'm thinking because I'm 
and that's so annoying. But I want to talk at some point about this the making plans and like surrendering to like what's happening because I'm having a struggle too where it's like do I make a plan for what I want my life to be like you did with no bread like you made a plan you made a business plan but you could have never planned for what's come so it's like interesting to think about like making plans for your life and like also to be intentional and like look Mm. at what you want but then to also surrender to like what's there and like what could happen yeah well I also think that you have to prioritize something. So mm-hmm. for me, I prioritize my happiness because even when I was leaving, I worked at J.P. Morgan. So even when I was leaving J.P. Morgan, I said to myself, I'd rather be poor mm-hmm. than be here. Mm-hmm. I'd rather I was on a trading floor with a ton of people every day. Mm-hmm. I'd rather sit alone in a room every single day than sit on this floor surrounded by people every day. So mm-hmm. the common thing was that was like, what did I want? So mm-hmm. if you're going to be successful you have to be selfish, Mm -hmm. you know, like, because there's selfish, and those are people who are just assholes, but then there's selfish, like, no, I'm just, you know, thinking about my needs and what's going to make me a better person because I can't be a good person to anyone else unless I'm good to myself. So right now I'm living in L.A. I've wanted to live in L.A. since I was 10. Career-wise, is it smart for me to be in L.A. right now when all of the major news headquarters and magazine publishers and, you know, the major bloggers are all in New York, and maybe there's more career opportunity for me in New York. Correct, there's more career opportunity for me in New York, but I want to be in L.A. Mm -hmm. So if those opportunities are meant to be, then they're going to be meant to be with me sitting in L.A. So that's something that, but then I question that all the time. I'm like, oh, missed out on this thing. It's definitely because I wasn't in New Mm -hmm. York. Or like I could have had more money. I could have made like X off of that if I was just in New York and able to go to that event. At the end of the day, I'm at, I remind myself, I just all the time, I'm like, nope, you're in L.A. because you want to be in L.A. Mm-hmm. And even when I'm in New York, I'm so happy to be there. But then I'm like, oh, I miss L.A. So mm-hmm. you have to be in the environment that's, like, meant for you. Mm-hmm. And you have to just be doing what you want to do. Mm-hmm. And you've kind of just trusting. Mm-hmm. I feel from the get-go, you've just trusted and you've carved, yeah. like, this space everywhere you go. You've mm-hmm. created this brand. And, you know, like you said, you're the go-to for gluten-free. You've carved that out. Yeah. And, like, creating that space in L.A. is, like, not too far-fetched. Right. And, like, we all went to good schools. Mm -hmm. And, you know, you're kind of... And using none of that. Right. That's (laughs) the thing. (laughs) I was a finance major. I taught Uh, financial accounting for two years as head TA. I taught managerial accounting. Like, what does that that mean? What does that have to do with (laughs) anything right now? And do I remember that? No. Mm -hmm. So it's like, I didn't have to go to Cornell to do what I'm doing right now. I think Cornell made me really, really driven. You had to be Mm. so driven to be there. Like, social scene there was the library. Mm -hmm. So I definitely, you know, like, (laughs) became, like, such a strong person for being there. Mm. So that is invaluable. But, like... You know, the day-to-day career stuff I do, you didn't have to do all that. Yeah. So take us back, yeah. like, from the Cornell days into, like, now. So, like, people that are listening that may not know you. Yeah. Walk us through. So I went to Cornell. I'm from the East Coast. Went to Cornell. And I, my whole life, I was just, like, chronically sick. Like, strep throat, you know, every season or probably, like, gosh, like once every two months I'd have strep throat mm-hmm. and in that other month I'd just have a sore throat. Mm. And then I had the flu twice a year. I would like wake up in stomach pains, like go to the hospital, like all this crazy stuff. And um, my doctors always diagnosed me as like non-allergic rhinitis, I think they called it, which is like, oh, you have allergies. Take, you know, 
Zyrtec. Mm-hmm. So and I had awful eczema, like just everything in my mm-hmm. life was wrong. And but like I just thought that was normal. So then my sophomore year, living in my sorority house, I was like so sick all the time. I blamed it on like, hey, I was twenty or nineteen, mm-hmm. I was partying my face off, like not treating my body too well, stressed with schoolwork. Mm-hmm. And then it all came to a head and I got like crazy, crazy sick. Long story short, broke out in like full body hives one day. Those hives like just didn't go away. And every day oh I picked God. a new food that I was like quote allergic to and I was mm-hmm. like, Oh, today it's like romaine lettuce, but tomorrow spinach and I'll be mm-hmm. fine. <laughs> And yeah. uh, so I got – it just wasn't going away. And this is, like, I'm two months deep, and my doctors, the way they were handling it, were they were giving me more and more antibiotics to suppress all the issues. But that was just destroying me. Like, mm-hmm. every two hours I was taking a pill. And then, like, it was – it's so funny because I can say all this, but, like, my mind has blacked it out. Like, I don't remember it. Yeah, it's not like, weird. I, I know that I had full body highs for mm-hmm. two months. I don't even know what they looked like. Because like, I just blacked it out. Humans are fascinating in that way. Yeah. We can black out pain. Like yeah. we really cannot remember really painful things. In like our emotionally, life. Yeah. what did I, that do? Like, like I know I didn't sleep at night. Like I was so fucked up. Like I didn't sleep at night. But like I don't remember. I I sleep like a baby now. That's all yeah. I remember. That's all I know. Um, I bet you were killing it in the dude department. Oh my god, highs. dude! I literally. Like, so thank God this happened. So after my sophomore year, it happened like the week like fate saved me like mm-hmm. I it happened the week I got home and uh so I was about to start my summer internship I was gonna live at home for the summer and I basically for that summer was a ghost like no one saw me like and it was interesting though because I'm already a small girl mm-hmm. I went back to school um you know three months later and I was like 15 pounds I was like rocking 100 and Five pounds. Wow. Yeah. So imagine me now, like <laughs> it was. <laughs> I was like, I was 105 so, in second grade. So I skipped it. <laughs> so people literally like they didn't hear from me all summer because I was hiding wow. from the world. I didn't want anyone to know what happened. So no one saw me. No one spoke to me. And then I came back to school 15 pounds smaller. And everyone was like, what the fuck happened to you? Like, oh, my people would be like, oh, I think she's bulimic. Like, mm-hmm. I literally had friends, like, listening outside the bathroom door when I would, like, go to the bathroom and be like... That's college for you. Peeing. Yeah. Like, thank yeah. you. But, like, I get it because I didn't tell anyone what yeah. I was going through. So, but I, over the summer, so, like, one month into all these issues, I started seeing my parents are, like, godsends, and my mom found, like, the alternative doctor of alternative Mm. doctors, and I started seeing him, and I walked into his office that first day, and he was like, okay, starting today, you are gluten, dairy, soy, fruit, and nut-free, free free of anything artificial and no sugar. And so that resulted in weight loss, because also I'm, my whole life I've been so driven, so if you tell me I can't have all those, like, I remember even people saying to me, like, okay, you know what? Instead of going cold turkey and all of it, why don't you take out, like, of those six things? Like, let's start with taking out four. Mm-hmm. And I was like, nope, I'm going all six. Because mm-hmm. I wanted to be, like, good to go back to school yeah. in August. So I went all of that free. Since doing all of this, I've now rec- I've introduced probably, this is, like, eight years ago at this point. So four years ago, I introduced almonds and, like, nuts back into my life and fruit. Like, mm-hmm. certain fruits. Some fruits make me super sick. Hmm. Um Unex- who knows why? And I definitely have sugar. I'm a freak with like yeah. chocolate. God, um, it's like your recipes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like I love sugar. when I eat like a loaf of the breads I make, like solo. Yeah. Um. So that uh, where was I going with this? Oh, so 
I've since added foods back into my life, but since doing all this, I have not had strep throat. I have not been sick. I have no eczema. I have not had the flu. I'm like the healthiest, quote, sick person mm-hmm. you ever see because I definitely have immune issues. I have like holes in my stomach from years of eating mm-hmm. gluten. Um, and I definitely have my days where I don't feel well and like I'm more susceptible to things. Like I had mercury poisoning because mm-hmm. my body mm-hmm. doesn't excrete things the way other people's bodies have because mine's been so compromised over 20 years of eating all this shit that I couldn't eat. Mm-hmm. So I still have to be really healthy and really mindful of like, you know, what's going on in my life. And I do vitamin drips every week and I do acupuncture, acupressure, reiki, like you name it, I do it. Um, so... Yeah, but now I'm, like, this totally transformed person and the healthiest human ever. Like, I don't – everyone's, like, oh, I'm, like, sick right now. I'm, like, yeah, I don't feel well. But, like, everyone's, like, oh, maybe you have what we all have. I'm, like, no, I don't get sick. Mm-hmm. I'm just hungover. Same. I say that, too. <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't get sick, homie. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, like, my health life in a nutshell. But How did that lead you? Yeah. Yeah, so I was working at J.P. Morgan. Um, and at that point, so in college, I was already so on the finance track. I was in this like honor society for finance people. Same. I was interning at JP Morgan. <laughs> so I was on this track and like I had never cooked a meal in my entire life. Mm. I was the pickiest eater. And then when I went all of this stuff free, I had to learn how to cook. So I became infatuated by it. I'd never, I didn't eat out the rest of college because I like was so sick. I need to trust what was going into my body. Mm. So. Um, when I was working at J.P. Morgan, I went from being, like, healthy Buddha to out all the time, tired, and drinks with clients. And I was so awkward because I was, like, the new girl, the only girl, and, like, gluten allergies were not cool. Yeah. Or, like, any form of allergy, allergy was, like, you are mm-hmm. a like, fucking oh, weirdo. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I don't even know what they – people were, like – Oh my god! People, point, they would make so much fun of me. It got to the point like you know those little clips where you see like, the girl in high school like eating in the stall. Like I would like take my food if I got hungry and I'd like go for a lap oh. on the floor and like no, so no one could see me. Why yeah. does it make people feel uncomfortable when you either have an allergy or yep. you're just staying away from something because yeah, 100%. you want to? Like it doesn't even fucking matter what the reason is. Yeah. But why are people so uncomfortable? People are so emotionally attached to food. Like being vegan, if I'm like doing my thing at dinner, I don't say I'm vegan. I don't say shit about it. And then if someone notices or like, oh, yeah, you're vegan, then it's like they have to explain themselves or like they'll yeah. be like, oh, I fucking love bacon. I could never be vegan. It's like, well, I didn't. I'm not recruiting you. Yeah, because even <laughs> think about it like, like when I see on a menu something that's accompanied with like rice or french fries, mm-hmm. maybe I just want to be like super healthy and get kale. I, I feel weird subbing 100%. kale. And I think I feel weird in turn like so mm. – I feel so weird because – I already know that I have to custom things, so it's just a reminder of, like, I'm reminding myself, like, oh, hey, I have issues, whatever. Mm. But, like, everyone does it. Everyone does it, yeah. You know, it took me a while to get to that point. So when I was working in finance, I literally would have to, you know, tell the waiter, like, I have a gluten allergy. And so I started keeping this guide to myself of, like, it would be, like, Avra, you ordered this, felt fine, check, ordered this, X. Um, and then other people who are gluten-free would always ask me my recommendations, like, what did you get when you went here? Mm. So I kept this Excel sheet, and then I was like, Excel. Mm-hmm. oh, yeah, because, you know, I was double screen in yeah. finance. So 100%. I had, like, I had my Bloomberg screen on one side. Doing and, like, pivot tables on our gluten-free menus. <laughs> Literally. I was, like, making charts off of the shit. And then I was so bored at my job. I did not like it at all. And, again, nothing against my role. Like, I loved my team. It just wasn't mm-hmm. for me. Um, I 
turned it into a very, very bootleg blog, like a little wordpress.blogspot.com. Mm-hmm. And um, started taking pictures of my food. And then it made me really good at my job because I was so checked out of finance. And then I created No Bread and I stuck it out for another year, which I did mm. not think was going to be possible because – I got, like, really excited to take my clients out and charge it to my corporate card and sneak pictures on my cell phone. Mm. And I kept it so to myself. I did not want my desk talking about it. They would make so much fun of me. It would be, like, the end of the world. Um, So I started blogging, and I just fell in love with it. And the more I fell in love with that, I fell out of love even more with my Mm. job. Mm -hmm. And I remember his Easter brunches, my parents and I, and, like, I'd had so many, like, nights where I just, like, bawled my face off to them, just, like, hating my job and whatever. And I said to them, I was like, I love this. I had like 3,000 followers on Instagram. That's good. Though. Yeah, maybe like 2,000 because I quit with four. Um, Damn. Up. Yeah. That's fucking amazing. And um, I looked at them and I was like, I'm done. And they, they, my parents were like so supportive. It was like annoying like how supportive they were. And um, my mom, I remember because like some of my parents' friends asked them like, what I was quitting to go do and like they're like what do you mean like what is this thing Mm. and because also where I grew up is you know very like east coast wasp like 99% of the towns where did you grow up again Uh, Manhasset yeah so I remember my mom explaining to her friends and she said she was like Nicole did amazing at something she hated so she's going to like kill it if she loves this thing. Like who knows? But like she's gonna kill it. Damn, I love that. Yeah. yeah. And like my parents and my dad's like so old school finance and was like, yeah, like do it. And they obviously like, you know, having an apartment in New York where you're paying like twenty five hundred dollars a month. Yeah. I'm going to quit my job, but like quitting and moving home would take me out of the drive of New York City. Yep. So I stayed in my apartment. And uh, they were, like, so supportive of that. And, mm-hmm. like, they're, like, don't stress about money. Like, That's my whole amazing. life has been a stress because when I was younger, I didn't feel well. That was a stress. Yeah. And then I wasn't happy. And that was a stress. And so my dad's motto is always, like, he called me at work one day. And I remember, like, literally putting my hands, uh, my head in my hands, cry- like, and I was crying because he was, like, hi, Colsey. And I was, like, hi, what's up? Like, he never calls. And he was, like, I'm just calling. And I just want, I just want you to know that the only thing that matters in life is that you're healthy and happy. Aww. And I was like, Oh, parents rule. That's I was like, awesome. yeah. Oh my, because this is when Dad's I was like, rule. I was like about mm. to quit, and yeah. I was at that cusp of like, I can't go into this office for another day. Mm. And uh, I like, and that was it. And then he was like, All right, like bye, and like hung up. And I was like, Oh my god. So, like the fact that I was doing something to take care of my health and mm. to take care of my happiness, like, do whatever you want. Love that. Yeah. So then I left in June of 2014, so two years ago, and I left with 4,000 followers. My boss was my 4,000, like, 67th follower. <laughs> um, he was like, what is this shit? Yeah. <laughs> so then, um, but it's just funny because I almost, like, I always wonder now. A lot of them, like, my main boss doesn't mm-hmm. speak to me. So, like, I just, like, wonder now. Because when I left, it was, like, to just be a blogger. And I think they all just assumed I was going to take, like, a month or two and chill out and then, like, go get a job in finance again somewhere else. Mm -hmm. And now, like, I do better than when I was worked in finance. And I've told a few of them that. Mm -hmm. And, like, they're baffled. I'm sure. And I travel the world for free and, like, do really cool shit. And they are baffled by it. I'm sure. Like, I was on New York Live and then I was in – it was actually really cool. I was in Taxi TV. Mm Mm-hmm. For like a week or two, and my boss texted me and was like, "Holy shit!" Just sat down in the cab. It was like six thirty a.m. Oh my god! So I just sat in the cab and like you're on the screen. <laughs> oh. And I was like, "That must be." It's like 
because I don't want to be like a douche and ask my old coworkers like, so what is it like to see me like doing well? Because to them, the end all be all is finance. Totally. Um, when you're at like a large bank like that, like they yep. think they have like the job. Yep. Um, so you move up that ladder, you get a house in the Hamptons. Yes, like, exactly. Blah, so blah, blah. I want to ask them like I've asked like a few, or the ones that were like our mm. age relative, and like I can talk to them about it. Um, but like I haven't seen any like the really big deal bosses in forever, and I would love to just like hear what they like think of what I'm doing. I, like, mean, I made my career up. I make it up every day. Like, people ask me, like, hey, how much do you charge for this? I, like, I make up a number. I bet at their core they're really fucking jealous. Oh, they're, yeah, I, know, I know that they're So jealous. they would have a hard time saying, oh, my God, it's amazing. I'm so happy for you. They'd probably be like, totally. wow. Yeah. Totally. I don't know how you do it. I feel like, New York, <laughs> I feel like in New York, too, you're like, everyone's kind of a hater. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, because everyone's working so fucking hard and, like, Well, people just think, whatever. people think I just go out to eat for my, a career. Yeah. I'm down. I'm not sure if you know this, but one out of eight couples struggle with infertility. It's kind of staggering. Most people don't know and or aren't ready to talk about it. And the thing is, we really need good data and information about our bodies in order to have informed conversations with our doctors and make the best decisions for ourselves and for our future. Sometimes we can be so lost in the shame of it all that we forget to really take action and figure out our best options. And that's why Modern Fertility was created. I've been having fertility conversations with a lot of you in my DM, so I'm excited to talk about Modern Fertility. It's an easy and affordable way to test your fertility hormones at home, major, major, with a simple finger prick. You mail it in with a prepaid label and you'll get personalized results within six business days, okay? And you'll get insight into your hormone levels, like your ovarian reserve, aka if you have more or fewer eggs than average for your age, and other important factors that can impact your fertility. The results really go deep into what every hormone means, and you can also download the results to review with your doctor for next steps. Just to give you a sense traditional hormone testing at a fertility clinic can cost over $600. But Modern Fertility tests the same general set of hormones at a fraction of the price. And if you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30, you can get $30 off your test. Plus you can get reimbursed for the test through your FSA, HSA. If you want kids today or maybe one day in the future, clinically sound info about your body can help you make that decision that's right for you. So right now, Modern Fertility is offering our listeners $30 off the test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. This is limited time. So take advantage now. That means your test will cost $149, which is really, really great. Hormone testing at a fertility clinic, again, can cost three times as much. Get $30 off your fertility test when you go to modernfertility.com slash almost 30. That's modernfertility.com slash almost 30. And that's the thing too. Like, I'd love to talk to you about that. Like, and I want to talk about that right after we finish, like you talking about. So you made the blog you left two years ago with 4,000 yeah. followers. And then what happened from that point? I invested a large sum of money into creating this like bomb website. Mm-hmm. And I, it's like, so if you go to No Bread and you pick your city, we're in New York, LA, DC, San Francisco. And we're launching in Chicago, Boston, and London next. And if you go to a website, you click on a restaurant, you see pictures, all the necessary gluten-free information. Custom review from one of our editors who's been to the restaurant, and then you see their menu, 
And if you click gluten-free on the menu, the menu converts to a gluten-free menu. And that's mm. all information from us speaking to the chefs and the managers. So it's firsthand info. You can't get anywhere else. And uh, that's the core of No Bread Are These City Guides. Um, in doing that, so like when I left finance, I got a lot of press attention as kind of like the girl who left finance mm. to go start this thing. Yeah. And um, I was in like BuzzFeed and Daily Meal and really cool things like that. And then a lot of press feedback was like, oh, you're, what you're doing is awesome, but you're not national. Mm. Um, if you're national, then we can feature you. So then I, that's what made me come out to L.A., mm. you know, a year and a half ago. And I was like, finally, I can live in L.A. for like two months and launch this thing. And then yeah. I've been back and forth ever since. And then this year when I came out, I just never left. Um, so I do all of the city guides. I have recipes. Like I spend my days – you know, some days I have recipe days, and my girlfriends will text me on, like, a Sunday night and be like, hey, like, what day is recipe day? Because they'll come over and eat all the food, which is great. The food you make is crazy. It's, like, real good. I would be, and like, like, I love the pancakes. Cooking. Yeah, I'm a pa- Everything I do is pancake. Pancake like, and bread, because I have no bread, so I got to make good gluten-free bread. I'm like, covered in, like, you got to come over for breakfast. Yeah. I'm going to come over whenever you guys want. Seriously. I'm always cooking. Tell us how, like, I mean... You're going into these restaurants. Have you ever walked into a restaurant and you're mm-hmm. talking to the manager or the chef? I can imagine they'd be like, um, gluten-free, okay. Mm-hmm. Like, do you ever freak them out? Oh, always. And do you Some ever, them... like, you leave them and they're like, hmm, I bet you're, like, changing. Mm-hmm. Well, so that's the thing like, is, like, when I first started doing this, now gluten-free is, like, you know, right. a fact of life. It's in our right. world. A lot yeah. of menus already have the gluten-free information. But when I was first doing it, people would be like, oh, shit, like, because they it forced them to go over the allergy friendliness of their menus. Mm-hmm. And I remember one chef looking at me being like, wow, like, every single way we do the chicken has gluten in it. He was like, what do you usually put on your chicken? So then it gave me creative input into their own menus. That's cool. So that was really cool. And for the first year, everything did revolved around the city guides and going into restaurants, mm. talking to restaurateurs. Now I have a team in each city. There's mm-hmm. usually five people on a team. They handle all of that. I have this one girl who works with me. Her name's Annalise. She is phenomenal, mm-hmm. and she, like, spearheads the city guides. Um, she's, like, essentially the, you know, I forget. We gave her a title. It's always fun when you run your own company <laughs> to, like, give people titles. Totally. So I was like, yeah, what do you want? Spearheader of bread. No, yeah. I, I, like, say yeah. to her, I was like, what do you want to be? And she's like, chief breadhead. <laughs> I'm going to call her chief breadhead. <laughs> I'm going to, like, text her right now and be like, yo, you're chief T-shirt. breadhead. Yo, chief breadhead. <laughs> and she's, but, like, think about it. If you're 23 years old and, like, you know, working at a startup and mm-hmm. you get to be chief marketing officer of a company that's, like, super promising, like, that's amazing for mm-hmm. her. And uh, so she's, like, senior director, editor, and, like, chief marketing agent or something like that. I love that. that. But, like, everyone gets, like, you can make up your title. Yeah. It has to be, like, what you do. But, like, it's cool to have people involved in it. But, like, Annalise couldn't do it without her because she, like, runs all the cities. And then I focus on all brand partnerships. So now I'm a spokesperson Mm. for Stoli Vodka because they Mm -hmm. just came out with a gluten-free, a dedicated gluten-free vodka. Love that. Um, they're the first ones to do that well so like Tito's is naturally gluten free but the thing is is like the thing with Stoli is they're and vodka in general people always say say vodka what What do you say vodka 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 what do you say vodka vodka (laughs) I love that it's a New York thing I don't know I don't think I hear the difference what is it it's like vodka vodka (laughs) you're like forget the D yeah vodka vodka (laughs) 
<laughs> oh, man. So with va- vodka? Yeah. Yeah, okay. no, you're right. You're right. Um, they, people say if it's distilled enough, it removes the allergen. Okay. Honestly, like Grey Goose is wheat-based. I don't drink Grey Goose mm. because ultimately you're putting wheat in your body regardless of how much mm. it's been distilled. Uh, so Stoli, they have a grain-based vodka, and <laughs> they came out with their Stoli gluten-free, which is 80% corn, 20% buckwheat, so it's made from naturally gluten-free ingredients. Huh. We need one made with chia seeds. Oh, my <laughs> God. That's that should thing. be next. I want to do that. Dude, I make this bomb chia seed coconut pudding oh, overnight, uh. and I put it in. It takes five seconds. Put it in the fridge. Eat it for breakfast. It's like 200 calories. chia seed vodka. What do you mean? Can like, you? it's going to absorb? Because they, like, like it'll absorb. be made from chia seed grain. Like, you know what I mean? They make Let's it like kitchen from, test like, this <laughs> tons of seeds. Everyone loves chia seeds right now. It can make an awesome chia seed vodka. Chia seed is like the thing right now. It's a cool seed. Chia seed and coconut. I call it mm. chi cheese. Chi cheese. <laughs> Not affiliated with the chain <laughs> restaurant. <laughs> is that, that pizza place? No, it's like a shitty Mexican place. One yeah, time Chi-Chi's. I ate at Chi Chi's when I was little. And I had a worm in my salad. It was like on the bottom of my taco salad, mm. and it eaten through, and it was like crawling up my taco salad. Ew! Is I'm dying crazy? to try Del Taco. No, you know man. I haven't tried it. Is that a chain? Wait, do you do you go LA. into like Very an Applebee's LA. and and find the gluten free options? No, we're only at like no. Well, no. Okay, so chains, no. Mm-hmm. Little delis, no. Mm-hmm. Um, more because no bread was meant for people like us who. I wanted to go to Catch in New York, and I wanted to know what at this hotspot I could eat. So it's meant for hotspots. Right. Um, Yeah, but... And then now you do tons of recipes. Yeah, and but, like, I'll partner with... Like, I would love to partner with Domino's because they just came out with a gluten-free pizza crust. I'd love to partner with California Pizza Kitchen because they did the same thing. But those are corporations, not restaurants. Or they are restaurants, they're restaurant corporations. So um, I keep it very true to the city. Mm Mm-hmm. I love that. Yeah, you do off all the best spots. Yeah. So wait, I want to, because I feel like, so in the two years when you quit and you kind of made it to be such a big thing, what do you think it was that was like a differentiator for you? Like, I feel like so many people want to do what you do. What do you think made you so successful? Being super hungry. Yeah. Mm. Like, you know, you say, what do I do on a day to day? And today, for example, I had a lunch and then. In between lunch and now, there was four and a half hours, and I went to a coffee shop, and mm-hmm. I was glued headphones in, glasses on, and glued to my screen, and reaching out to brands. You know, I'm also when a brand sends me a contract, I'm also the lawyer because I don't want to pay for a lawyer right mm-hmm. now. So I'm doing a lot, and I'm also it's great that I have these teams in each city. But at the end of the day, before anyone clicks publish on anything, I have to go over it and read it mm-hmm. and make sure it's rep- like reflecting our brand properly. Mm-hmm. Um, so. I'm psycho busy some days Mm -hmm. and like I need days where I can just be like even like someone will come over and like watch TV with me like oh like 9 o'clock the voice is on like Mm -hmm. I'll come over and watch with you and like I have my laptop out because I'm always working yeah even if I'm on social media or glued to my phone for an hour I'm probably editing my pictures yeah so it's always work but like my work can be in social settings sure Um, but honestly like every day I was working and every day I was networking. Yeah, the networking piece. You're fucking amazing at yeah, that. Yeah, like, if you, we all have to eat, go get lunch with someone. Yeah. Or, like, we're all going to want a coffee, tea break. Like, don't do it alone. Go get it with someone. And this is the thing, too. 
don't let wait for people to come to you. Because, mm-hmm. like, even people now ask me, I'm like, oh, man, I would love to catch up. I'm like, yeah, sure. But, like, I'm crazy busy. So unless you, like, reach out to me and say, like, okay, Wednesday, 10 to 2, 4 to 5, like, these are the slots. Like, when you reach out to me, mm-hmm. you're like, hey, what are your availabilities on these three days? Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, unless you give that to me, like, right. and, like, trap me, like, I'm doing a million other things. So And so you did that for two other brands. Or brands people, like, when you wanted to meet with them. So, yeah, so mm-hmm. I'll, like, if someone, like, if there's someone I want to meet with, and, like, I'll be like, oh, hey, are you free for lunch? And they're like, oh, no, instead of letting it slide, I'll be like, okay, cool, well, next week I'm free Tuesday for lunch, Wednesday mm-hmm. for coffee, Thursday Love for that. this. And, like, oh, where are you located? Cool, I'll come to you. Love that. Yeah. Making Even if it it's easy far. for them. Yeah, like, I don't want to go to downtown LA at 5 p.m. on a Tuesday, but, like, if there's a big contact there, like, I'll see you, I'll get there at 4.30 and... I'll maybe I'll get there at three. I'll do some work beforehand. I'll stay till seven. I'll miss that traffic. Do you um meet with brands in person? Um, yeah. Oh, the big ones for sure. Okay. I want to because it's always better when there's a face. Yeah. You want that relationship, and like even when I go back to New York, I'm like running around seeing all my contacts. Everyone's like, "So who are your contacts?" Like you're going to restaurants and like getting the latest. I'm like, no. Again, I have teams who do that. Mm-hmm. I'm checking in with Soli. I'm checking in with you know all my people mm-hmm. who are like really important, like, you know, anyone at NBC, I'm going to go meet with them because I want to be on NBC one day. So mm-hmm. any concept, like, all these different places, like, I'm going to. So Totally. What has been your biggest challenge, like, growing your brand, like, the growing pains mm-hmm. as you've So my, so like, one thing to anyone who is going to be an entrepreneur is the highs and lows of being an entrepreneur. Yeah. The highs are way higher than anything that you're – of any type of high that you're going to get in a corporate job or, like, in a 9-to-5 or in mm-hmm. whatever your buy-the-book job is. Mm-hmm. But the lows are also way lower. Mm. So, so because, like, when a brand says no to me, like, oh, I wasn't good enough for yep. the campaign, you feel, like, the worst, like, you just failed. Totally. Or I'm, like, dying to, you know, have a TV show. You're going to have million people say no to you it like really fucking hurts your ego after a million no's it's you but then the highs yeah. once you get that one thing is like psycho high yeah. like it takes one, so yeah. it takes a that person to like and for me especially when i was starting out and like we were saying before like what did these restaurants think about that person was like gluten-free when a restaurant said no to being on my website i was like proof of concept proof of concept fail like no one's going to want to be on my website. I can't get to all the million other things I want to do because no one, these restaurants even want to be on my site. Like, And then I'd be like, oh, wait, but then the biggest restaurant ever just said yes. Mm-hmm. So it could be, like, small scale like that or it's, like, huge things. It's just oh. you have to, like, t- be able to tolerate. And, like, you guys can relate. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're your own person, like, oh, man, there's been many a day of, like, tears. But, like, there's totally. been also many a day of, like, Holy shit! Mass message to the family like this just happened. So I love that. I feel like we talk about we talk about that like failure, yeah, like being on your own and like when especially like with acting, like mm-hmm. you're going to a bunch of different auditions. You may get them, you may not. With blogging, like I'm reaching out to brands, I may hear back, I may not. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's like almost like you put on, and then you hear like someone else got it, and you like, oh, size yourself up to them, yes. and it's like you can't do that because That's, yeah. And, like, a lot of – what's actually really helped me about being in L.A. is that a lot of my girlfriends are actresses, and Mm -hmm. they're all at different levels of their career. And, like, even the ones who are huge, like, they'll go in for a chem read and be like, I nailed it, booking this next week, done, and then, nope, you weren't right. So, like, 
you know, it's new for me to experience this world, like this world of rejection, Mm -hmm. but like being friends with people who go through it and like their whole career has been this since they Mm -hmm. were like 10 and it's like second nature to them and like they've been able to help me get through it. It's huge. That's why Mm -hmm. I love LA. Mm -hmm. Like I feel like we're kind of in a land of like dreamers and people who like really just put every, are very vulnerable and put things out there and like it might sink or it might just take off yeah but it's inspiring to be around people who are like experiencing those super highs and lows and um but I feel like you have to put the blinders on like we were talking the other day it's like when you you said like oh I compared myself with someone who did get the brand it's like it's almost like you got to be you're like the only one at times yeah it is blinders you have Mm -hmm. to and like because that's when I go back to New York I leave and I see all the like the foodie food Mm. porn bloggers and, like, they all, like, check in with each other on what, like, oh, hey, I just got contacted by X. Who else got contacted by them? Really? And, like, how much is everyone charging? Because the thing is, like, there's not, they don't really have brands. It's just food porn accounts. Mm. So oh. they're just working, like, they're not being spokespeople for things. But then it makes me be like, oh, wow, that huge, like, McDonald's didn't want me to be a part of that thing. Please, but God, like, don't. Yeah, so, like, <laughs> girl, it's, and even just, like, other brands that, like, I would have never even cared to work with. But then, like, yeah. you inevitably are like, oh, bummer. Like, it's because I'm not part of that cult scene. And, like, totally. if I was still here, I would be. But then I'm like, no, Nicole. No, no. Be no, happy no, that no. you're not part of that scene. I think about that, too. Like, it's like with blogging. Like, I'll see some bloggers that I know in, like, blog groups and stuff. I'm like, oh, my God. Like, this brand reached out to them. Like, Vera Bradley reached out to them. I'm like, I don't want to fucking work with Vera Bradley. Yeah. But, like, why didn't they reach out to me? <laughs> no. Do you know That's what I mean? literally <laughs> it. It'll be like. It's bizarre. It'll be literally I'm like oh my god that's like the most embarrassing product that yes. they're endorsing like but why I like why didn't I why didn't they reach out I to wanna me but I want to say no like, to them ew. like I want to be yeah. the person that's I saying I wanted no. to turn them down <laughs> like Same. yeah no always mm-hmm. it's weird too because it's like in thinking about this like I was thinking about who you compare yourself to like it's funny because you compare yourself to this group of like niche bloggers that are like food porn accounts or like you know yeah. in that realm and you compare yourself to like fitness models and you compare yourself to like other actresses and I compare myself to like a group of like bloggers you know what I mean like Everybody has their person or group of people that they compare themselves to and that they kind of like are looking at as like an equal and everyone's is different. Yeah. You know, like even people that are like fucking at the top. And like room. Yeah. Room for everyone. It's just hard to like. The worst is when you meet those people too who are like, hey, like, do you, I'll be like, hey, do you have a contact for like X Mm. restaurant Mm -hmm. or whatever? And they're like shady about it. I'm Mm. like, oh my God. Right. Yeah. Like, but then there's also those people that are bloggers that like, I have certain ones that I'll be like, hey, do you have X? And they're like, oh, my God, yeah, take X, take Y, and Z, too. So Love like, that. And so you just have to find people and, like, ignore the the bad ones. Yep. Like, yeah. out of sight, out of mind. Yep. I completely agree. There is, like, a lot of them. How is your, like, community built around No Bread? Have you, mm. I mean, what if, is there, like, a story or a couple stories that stand out where... Yeah. You've changed someone's life by Oh, my God. So I hosted this dinner for Nema Sensor the other week, and Nema Sensor is this portable gluten tester. They're calling it um, a pregnancy test for gluten. You essentially take it with you. You plug a little piece of your food in it, and Shut within up. two minutes, it tells you there's gluten in there or not. Oh, my God. I was like, Are we so on you, Mars? So you pee on it. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, so you pee on it. You take a bite bre- of food, pee <laughs> on it, and it'll tell you if it impregnated Pee on the bread. <laughs> Um, that'd be incredible. I'm going to tell them that you said that. It's amazing. <laughs> you on the breast. So um, I hosted this dinner and I ran a contest on my Instagram and I said, 
I'm doing two dinners. One's for bloggers, and one is going to be for No Bread for Contest normals. winners. Yes, for normals. <laughs> and all you had to do was tag, uh, follow No Bread, follow Nema Sensor, and then tag um, a gluten-free friend that you wanted to bring along with you. Love that. So I picked, like, 70 people entered, and I picked six and they each brought their plus one. Or I picked yeah. seven. They each brought a plus one. Cool. And each person, like the NEMA team said to them, like, how did you guys first find out No Bread? And like each one of them one by one was like, she changed my life. And oh I was like, God. and then like everyone Holy wants shit. to. Or like when you're like in Salt and Straw, they, like a few weeks ago and someone asked to like, take a picture with you. Like that's, that's funny. amazing. So then it's like, oh shit, people do like, you know. When you're like literally yeah, at realize. your computer by yourself in a coffee shop. That's what's like. Five days of the week. Blowing. And then you actually meet with people that you're, like, impacting. And you're like, what have I been doing? Yeah. You know, like, I think that's, like, the most interesting thing about being your own boss and, like, running your own business or whatever. It's, like, you are there by yourself making decisions 99% of the time. Yeah. Like, you wake up in the morning, you're like, okay, <laughs> here we are. Yep. I'm going to do this for an hour, you know, mm-hmm. and you kind of just like yeah. have to trust your own judgment and your gut to like what you're going to do. Yeah. I don't know about you guys, but I have a really hard time with like shutting off. Well, oh my no, God, so, girl. Well, this yes. thing, I'm really, Same. really fucking good at shutting off in the sense of like by eight o'clock every night, like I'm chilling, watching mm-hmm. TV. I'm not in the coffee shop anymore. But that's why I was in college too. Like I didn't, people pulled all nighters in the library. I was like, nope, 11 o'clock, go to bed. So yep. I go to bed. My thing is I'm either in bed asleep by nine, no joke, in between nine and 10, or I'm out until like four in the morning. Mm. Right. So like I'm really good at shutting off in the sense of like, I know it's right for my body, it's sleep. Mm-hmm. But I do work, you know, it, let's say I have like 30 minutes to kill instead of just like, you know, Chilling. calling someone or whatever, um, answering emails, or if I'm just like, if I'm in a cab for too long, I'm like, you know, working for that 10 minutes in the cab instead of just like texting my friends. So in that sense, I have a hard time shutting off and like I am working more on shutting off, but like Same. also it's hard when your job is social. So yep. like even today, my lunch was a hysterical lunch it went for three hours which mm-hmm. is like a really long time I was stressing out like holy shit how are my emails doing yes. but like it was with two really awesome chicks so it was fun mm. but it was also work like mm-hmm. it was networking so it's hard to like separate the two mm-hmm. and like that's definitely been a conflict for me and like you know I'm there with you with anyone else just trying to like figure out that ba- like work life balance relates to anything yeah I feel like for me like it's like if I'm going to the bathroom I'm Doing I my bring socials. my email. Yeah, I'm like, <laughs> I'm like commenting Literally. or like responding or like doing my emails or everything like that. Like in the morning, if I'm like walking anywhere, like sometimes at stoplights, I'm like doing da 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 da. And for me, it's almost bad. Like sometimes I'm like, if there's something to do, like people are like, oh, I'm going to brunch on Sunday. I'm like, what? would be the point of that yeah for me to go you know no, i'm like i can I'm like, stay I, out I'm now not get or i can go it. home and do some work same yeah. i'm like i'm not gonna get any benefit and I'm, it's not like benefit for 100 i'm not like oh or almost 30 i'm not always thinking about that but i'm like i could be doing something that's progressing what i want yes you know but i know that's like, the thing and when you're so obsessed with your job yeah because like i have this end say. vision and, like, there's never an end vision because you're always going to want something more. But, like, I have this thing that I want and I don't have it yet. So, mm-hmm. like, every day that I devote myself to it, the sooner that day comes where I get that thing mm-hmm. that I want. A swimsuit and then collection. I, 
right? Mm-hmm. Swimsuit modeling. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Victoria's Secret's like, oh, hey, we launched this new, like, petite line. Gluten, <laughs> gluten-free free. bathing suit. And we want, like, influencers to do it, and we picked you. <laughs> like, hell yeah. Um, but, like, so the more I work to get to that point, mm-hmm. then the sooner I'm there. And then I'll, like, really enjoy it. But then you know you're never going to be fully happy. Yeah, with what girl, you always want more. So, yeah. Totally. How is that? To kind of step outside of no bread, how has that like affected your relationships, whether it's with friends, whether mm. it's dating, whether it's with your family? I know your family's super supportive, but just in general, like my friendships are so strong. I think that's just my personality is like I'm the mm. yes person. Yeah. I've always been the way my siblings, like you know, my brother, like we all work our asses off, but then the second you say, like, hey, wanna come to this? We're like, okay, cool. Or even if I'm like, oh, I'm staying in tonight, someone's like, Yeah, but I got tickets to whatever. I'm like, sure I'm I'm around mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. my best friend Otto always like makes funny because that's my lines I'm around mm-hmm. because like you know I am around because I can work on a Saturday and you know Friday I go hiking in Malibu all day mm-hmm. but I'm gonna work all day Saturday so right. because I have a f- I'm the busiest person you'll ever meet but I'm also the most flexible person you'll mm-hmm. ever meet so I'm able Goals. if I know mm-hmm. that like my friends are getting together from 2 to 5 on Wednesday. I'm going to wake up earlier that day, and I'm going to pro- – you know, like, I adjust it so that I can always be there. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's why on the surface, people – like, I posted a picture. It really pissed me off. And this one follower commented because I wrote, like, Mondays with a fist, and it was me hiking. Mm-hmm. And uh, she wrote, Mondays for those who don't work, dot, dot, dot. And I was like, huh. So I commented back, and I was mm-hmm. like – been in, I was like – Hiked at seven, been in a coffee shop since nine. Like, what'd you do today? Mm-hmm. So, and like, <laughs> and I had to take the risk of like losing a follower, and but like, I didn't care. Yeah, because like that was totally. dick. Totally. So yeah, on the surface, because I'm like always out. Like I go out all the time. Mm-hmm. Like five nights a week, I'm out. Or on the weekends, I'm out and about. I'm, I'm like everywhere. So people are like, oh, that girl just like parties and eats for a living. But mm-hmm. like. No, it's because I work my face off and then I'm going to go party to mm-hmm. like celebrate it. Or I'm, you know, partying tonight. I'm gonna, I built in hangover into my schedule mm-hmm. and then I'm going to work from oh. like 12 to 10. So, so smart. Yeah. So I just, I make it work. <laughs> but like because of my flexibility and like my excitement to be at all these places and to like do it all and like I'm new to LA, say yes to everything. So mm-hmm. um, I have like amazing friendships and relationships and. And so they're good. like in your vein too. Like they're actresses, right? They're all they're all creatives. So I think that's key. I have to be fun. I, like because in even in New York, you know. like I feel like I got to a point with a lot of my friends where I just didn't click with them. Hundred. And the two people who became my absolute life in New York were these two guys, Otto and Adam. And Adam and I, he's uh, I am Gal on Instagram. He's mm-hmm. like the biggest blogger in the world. You met him. He's like the. He's got a He's like the best oh human in the entire shit. world. Yeah. He's at two. Jesus Christ. He's at two. He's at two. He's almost See, at two. See, once you get one, it's like, yeah, boom, like boom, boom, yeah. Like, boom. Yeah. So, <laughs> so when I met them, it was like I needed them in my life. Like yeah. I had this void of like no creative people because I didn't grow up around it. Yep. And like everyone on the East Coast is just like, you mm-hmm. go, go to your other you're on your school, path. you're on your path, yep. you're into finance. A, B, C, D. Yep. There's like, you're a robot. And so when I found them, I think a lot of my friends got really bitter towards those relationships mm-hmm. that I had with them but it's because like they got me mm-hmm. like no and everyone would be like wait are you like dating Otto I'm like no he's my best friend like people don't understand like 
guys and girls can be best friends if you have that energy and like you're the same he's I'm like he's me in a man like yeah. mm-hmm. we're the same human mm-hmm. um, so I found that but then out here the reason why I'm like so obsessed with all the people I've become friends with out here is because like they all do you know Sunday and Wednesday for me are the same day and that's how they are for most people yes yes and like I need that so yes. and they evolved with you like you right. know what I mean you need people to like I can't be friends with people who just like live for the weekend and like truck through the week oh my god we talk about that it's like because we, we both moved from and you did from New York to LA yep. and that's one of the biggest differences it's yep. like people work for the weekend yep. yeah and they black out and they don't remember it and then Mondays fucking blow mm-hmm. and they grind 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 and you grind, work grind, to live release. and like I yeah. live to work yeah yeah it's just so fascinating and it's such a relief out here yeah literally I don't know I, I needed it and I didn't even know I needed it totally you know the yeah. weekend grind is like too real but it's how was fun. your weekend too short <laughs> where yeah. did it go because like, you blacked out. Yeah. No, I mean, exactly. we have fun too, but it's like, like Sunday scaries. Like, that doesn't mm. ex- What are they? I don't even know. <laughs> every time people say Sunday scaries, I'm like, I that was like know a, what that, that was like is. a movement in New York. Was like, told me how to like Sunday scaries every weekend. Some Sunday scaries, Sunday scaries. I'm like, well, what is that? Yeah. I don't get it. Yeah, it's like, well, don't do that. Monday's like my favorite day of the week because I usually make Monday like my me day mm. where I like catch up on email. Usually because people who I want to meet with, you know, no one really wants to meet on a Monday. Mm, so that's like true. my like work day and mm-hmm. I can like catch up on life, like get mm. my groceries for the week. And, you know, so it still is a kickoff day of the week, but it's mm. a great day. So, Dude, Monday's great when you yeah. make your own damn schedule. Yeah. yeah. Um, so wait, if someone was trying to grow their Instagram following or kind of like – what would you, what advice would you give for them? Um, uh, be engaged with mm-hmm. people. Uh, I don't comment enough. I should comment no, more. Like, even just comment back to the people who are already following you because people will be like, oh, but that doesn't grow your following. I'm like, yeah, but it makes them loyal fans and they mm-hmm. tell their friends, whatever. 100%. Mm-hmm. Um, comment, like pictures, like just be active on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Post a lot. Post shit that you know works. How often do you post? Twice a day. Okay. So okay, I used to post three times a day, but now, um, are you on a time? My brand is constantly evolving. So, mm-hmm. do you do like a timer? Like, do you do a certain time? Uh, no. I mean, I try and stay a little bit with East Coast. Like, I want to get one mm-hmm. up before noon on the East Coast, mm-hmm. and then I try and get one up. My second one up, like before New York, like shuts off for the night. Mm-hmm. So, like when you think about it that way, it's probably nine a.m. Pacific time because it's noon in New York, and then like. 4 or 5 p.m. West Coast Mm because it's like 7 or 8 before they all like shut down for the Mm -hmm. night. Mm -hmm. Um, But now I'm at the point where my following's so global that I get like I'll go to bed and I'll wake up on my second picture will have like four to 500 more likes So Mm -hmm. because I have this following overseas too. So it doesn't matter as much anymore. It's more just the content. Like I know that there's things that people love. Like I talk about with Gala all the time and like people – like, he rarely selfies, but when he does, he knows that it's going to be, like, his people just, like, love Right, that, they love you know? seeing the face. So, like, so true. Face to a brand. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's just, like, because it's also showing, like, you're vulnerable. Like, yo, yep. this is me. Um, this is raw. So, I. You're like, this is me in FaceTime. <laughs> oh, my God. I want you to see it. <laughs> but the thing is, too, is, like, I know that people want to see food porn. I'm not a food porn account. I'm not going to post food porn. What's that? Like, just, like, melted gooey chocolate and cheese it's an inedible piece of garbage but it's like 
the craziest concoction out there yeah. right now. Mm-hmm. Like that's not it's like me. an Oreo deep fried in like a yeah, donut sandwich. Yeah, and then sandwich. like rolled in like dough and yeah. then pressed with a poached egg on top and avocado. <laughs> like with on top with of French oil. fries and like melted like sausage. I yeah. Don't know. Where people are like, oh my God, I can't believe they did that. Yeah. And like those are to food. Whatever. Like those accounts exist and it works. But like I'm gonna post this bomb kale salad. Like I took a picture today of this kale salad with salmon on top of it. It's like that. stunning. Yeah. So what's your camera? It was gorgeous. Basic Canon TI three. Really? Yeah. I just bought millimeter lens. Uh, oh, I, I couldn't even tell you. Really? Like the most basic. Love that. Bought it like five years ago. I do need to get a new one. Right. Um, I bought a tripod this weekend because I'm gonna start like I'm doing all these videos and I want to be able to like shoot them myself and mm-hmm. um I spent like five hundred dollars on this tripod and like okay also so I'm like looking at tripods and the guy was showing me these like sixty dollar tripods and like. They were, like, basic, whatever. And then he's like, okay, I think I know what you want. Like, you want, like, a one step up from this. And he, like, goes and gets this tripod. It's, like, psycho. It's, uh, you know, extendable from all angles. Mm. It has this thing you can put the camera on top. Then the camera's on an arm. So then you can extend the arm out uh, horizontal so that you can do overhead shots. And this thing's, like, a beast. And I was like, oh, my God, this thing's, like, so bomb. Done. I figured that I was looking at $60 ones, that this one was going to be, like, 80 and then he's like, "Okay, your total's four twenty six. <gasps> and I was like, for what? <laughs> but he already You're sold consulting? me on it. <laughs> yeah, and then, exactly. So then I, like, was so awkward because like, how could you, like, not buy it? Yeah. So I bought it. And then I was, like, thinking about after fact, it was, like, the $60 ones were, like, kind of shit compared to this totally. one. And if I'm going to – anytime I'm going to do something, if I'm going to do it, I'm doing it. So yeah. I was like, you it's know what? Investment. Yeah. I did I was, that like, one time with a MAC investment. makeup brush. I was in Mac and I was like, I need a new makeup brush. She's like fifty dollars yeah. for a makeup brush, and I bought it. Yeah, hell yeah. Because I, I bought so a hundred dollar hairbrush. But it's like, yeah, dude, you have like a five hundred. You're weird. Yeah, yeah. but like, but it's, it's an investment. So, and now, hey, that I got it. This thing's so legit. Like, I'm gonna learn how to use it. I'm gonna make the sickest videos. Hell like, yeah. So it'll pay off in like. So it's two the website, seconds. the Instagram videos now. Yeah. Um. Spokesperson. Yeah, so what's next? Yeah, what's next for No Bread? I want a book. I want a TV show. Yeah, done. I mean, you could have a book now if you wanted. I know, but I think that I want it to be the right thing. Mm. Mm -hmm. I've got an idea. (laughs) Okay. Tell me. It's called No No Bread Does the United States, and there's recipes. You That's mean like book. different? <laughs> so take you all take the every that I Instagram do. and put it in a book, and that's your book. Oh, that's good. Uh huh. <laughs> so I feel like some. Oh my god! You know who just did that? Kim oh. Zolciak. Who's she? Oh. Real Housewives of yeah. Atlanta. Oh yeah, yeah. And she has that show. And What's she the took, book? She took all of her Instagrams and put it into a book. She cracks me up. She's fucking hilarious. She's so funny. I do like her. Like I, I watch do. that show. I love Croy. Croy. I love oh Croy. God. Hubba. Oh yeah. No, but do you do you watch their show? Yeah. Her little four year old will be like, "Fuck you!" Yeah. Like, it's hysterical. really yeah. The way the twins are four. Because that's now? how yeah, she thongs. talks. Yeah. It's like their kids are four, three, and twins are two. Really. Brielle gets like all the Botox and the lips and the really? this. Really. Yeah. yeah. But I mean, I kind of love it because they own it. Yeah, oh, you have too. to. You know it. what I mean? She's and I love so it. Own it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like it's I just refreshing. I kind of love that. Yeah. She's like, yeah, Brielle got her lips done because she had small lips and she was self conscious. How I'm old like, is she? Okay. She's only eighteen. But who cares? I'm yeah. like, okay. You're allowing you, her. You're, I think if she's you, like, eighteen. Right. Like if you look at yourself every day and say like I'm ugly because of X, like 
change and you it. want to fix it fix it yeah totally. Mm-hmm. totally if you get carried away don't get carried away yeah. yeah but like if there's that one thing if you can't like i know someone who got like a nose job because she and like my sister does. i that, don't yeah. even know mm-hmm. the difference and i told her i was like it, you look phenomenal i don't mm-hmm. know what you're doing and she was like i every time i look in the mirror i say your nose consumes your face and it's the most subtle change made her the happiest human ever. Really? And I remember, like, she was telling my dad about it, because we were both like, you don't need a nose job. And my dad was like, no, I get it. Like, I had this, like, stain on my tooth from, like, because he drinks red wine all the time. And he's like, every he's like, I don't smile, because I feel like this one tooth wow. is, like, really? kind of permanently fucked. And he, like, doesn't, he, like, and I know he does this. He smiles so weird sometimes. And he, like, won't show his teeth if mm-hmm. they haven't been recently whitened or whatever. He's not going to stop drinking his wine. or like, mm-hmm. But, like... So therefore, he gets these like you know awesome white teething treatments done. So he's like, I'm a sixty five year old man, but like that one thing makes one me thing. feel weird. Fix it. Mm-hmm. Go, dad. Yeah, my dad's the shit. Go with your dad self. <laughs> um, like, so, dad, next time I want something done and I come to you, <laughs> yeah, literally, you're like <laughs> you about pay that for it? about that tooth. <laughs> um, what's one moment where you were like? I don't know if I, like a moment where you, I want to talk about a low and a high. Yeah. Like what's one moment where you were like, I don't know if like I'm cut out for this or like I don't know if like just like a, like a time where you kind of like doubted yourself. Knowing that like I'm onto something but it wasn't clicking yet. Mm-hmm. Like why can I see it but they, that person doesn't. Totally. Like, And I still have, because I'm like I'm trying to get a book deal right now and I met with like three publishers and one loved the idea, one hated it, and one was like, eh, I don't know. I was like, what do you mean you don't know? Like, I think it's bomb. Like, what right. do you mean? Yeah. You know, so like, yeah. you know, I kill it in some aspects, but I'm like struggling in others. So even if I'm mm-hmm. on these crazy highs from one, I'm on lows from another. So um, there's never been like a specific, I guess I there's been, that. you know, moments where I've said to myself, if I'm not, okay, like if I'm not at, X point by October, I got to reevaluate what I'm doing. And I feared that moment. And I now I'm doing great. And I don't, I know there was that time where I was like, okay. And it was actually supposed to be now, this October. Really? I have to call my mom and tell her that. Because she'll know what I'm talking about. Like, I was just like, I'm going to have to, you know, this was a year ago. And I said, okay, I'm going to give myself another year to like really make some money and like do this. So, um, and then I was like, well, I'm not going to live in fear for a year of that dreading impending right. October. But I remember just being like, fuck. You Did know? you kind of set it in your brain and mm-hmm. then let it go? Yeah. Yeah. Like, I'm only remembering now that I said this. Right. But, like, for a little bit, I definitely, like, in that re- in that time, I looked back on it. Like, let's say it was October last year. I remember for those few weeks being like, fuck, next October, huh? So, because I'm... Like, when I said I was going to move to L.A., like, a lot of people are like, oh, I'm going to quit my job and move here. And, like, no one does it. They just say it. Like, mm-hmm. every time I say something, I That's do so it. True. So if I was Same. telling myself that I was going to, like, kind of change directions with shit, like, I was going to. What's your sign? Libra. What's your mm. moon sign? Uh, I forget. I'm going to find it. Yeah, Kenya. Uh-huh. Uh, we got to get it for this yeah. Friday. Oh, yeah. Moon and Scorpio sounds like you. And Scorpio. That's yeah. Mm. Which is weird. But it's very, like say something you do it like there's just like a intensity behind like yeah your what you say and what you do yeah that's fair but yeah so that's like a low I guess and a high um there's just been so many highs mm. 
What was like one year? Like, damn, I'm like signing the Stoli deal. Yeah, that's the truth. Yeah, that was huge. Huge. Because it was just also like a confidence boost. Like Mm. they get it, and we just like me and their team just like connect and like can rattle off ideas forever. And like they get me, I get them. I'm like so motivated to like Mm -hmm. promoting their brand because I believe so much in what they're doing, and Mm -hmm. I want everyone to start doing what they're doing. So Mm. I love that. Yeah, they're and it's so the personal thing. You know, like you get along with them as humans. Yeah, and exactly. Taking, I think they're taking a risk in their own industry. Mm, and totally. I think they see that that's in true. you, not taking a risk that's going to, like, it's just you've taken a risk. Yeah. So I think that connection connects you with people in your business life. They kind of see that, like, humility, and they're like, I was there, or I'm there right now. Totally. And I want to believe in you, and you believe in me, and this is how it's going to work. Instead yeah. of just, like, taking a safe bet and right. having, like, Oprah be the face of st- whatever it is. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Right, like, like they could yeah. have gotten uh, some celebrity endorsement. Exactly. Mm-hmm. But yeah. I think like it's so relatable. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's it's very smart. Very smart. Totally. Oh my god, congrats. Yeah, that's oh. major. Um as a last question, I wanted to think about when you were saying that girl comment, it was like, yeah, this is a Monday when you don't work. <laughs> have there been, like, I was trying to think about, like, funny-ass comments. Like, when you have that many followers, like, do people say weird shit as comments? Oh, my gosh. The direct messages are like, oh, my oh God, God, what are your DMs? I delete most of them. Um, I don't even it's like know. It's like bread porn where people are, like, eating, oh, man, like, gluten one. bread. Oh, my God, yeah, Stuffing it in their I mean, the, the, the stupid comments I get are, like, for someone who's no bread, you post a lot of bread. I'm like, well, read my tagline. I'm gluten-free. It's, you mean gluten-free bread. Um, I got like, some one, someone messaged me once and was like, hey, I really need to talk to you about something. Too much to type. Can you just give me a quick call? Here's my number. It's like a girl, like a follower. And I was like, I'm not going to call her. But, like, it was, if it's, like, too much to type, then it's going to be a lot to speak. Totally. You know, so, like, but it was so casual. It was, like, hey, girl, like, hope you're doing well. Really need to run this by you. Can you give me a quick call? And I was, like, what? Um, I've gotten that. Oh, I got a, uh, um, someone, like, bashed how I looked in a picture, which I, I, like, I'm, like, if you're going to, if you want a following, on social media, 100%. if you if you want to put yourself in the public eye, like you guys be strong enough to take it. Like I yeah. honestly, like I didn't even care. I didn't even think I read it. And then a fan stuck up for me and like commented back at the person. That got into a little war on my feed. Really. And then the account that commented it was a, like a girl. Um, she looked probably about like fifteen or so in the picture, like a young girl. That was and talking then, shit. Yeah. And yeah. then when, okay, so fans sticks out for me and, like, we should be, as a women, we should be, like, embracing and supporting each other, whatever. Yeah. Person writes back, evil person writes back to my fan. Their profiles change. It's this, like, beast of a man. And he's, like, laying it down for her. Like, so I reported him, but it was, like, a catfish situation. Whoa. Oh, just, like, a mean person. Yeah. Using, but, like, hiding behind this, like, little girl identity. That's great. Yeah, it was like it was really creepy because then I was like looking through this person's followers. I want to see like who else they followed, like why, how they find me type of Mm. thing. Um, But there's these accounts that just follow like anyone in the industry. So and like I have friends who are mega mega superstars and like they don't even look at their comments because you know for every yeah fifteen people who are obsessed, you there can be like five that want like want you dead. You know, so like have you gotten dick pics? No, unfortunately. Um, I got one. You did. Yeah. What'd you do with it? I looked at it, mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I deleted it. Mm. He's like, "Hey, did you look at it." He goes, "My name is." Um, I think oh, it was yeah, like Javier. I was like, 
Okay. No, no, I was like, that was a weird I think he was picture. gay. I was like, pretty sure he's gay. It was like, I was like, you're... Your pose is very weird. <laughs> Dick pics in general are weird. They're yeah. never s- truly welcome. It was like a guy and he was wearing like Wranglers and they were like halfway down. Yeah. It's very weird. I was like, oh, this is my first It's one. funny when I've seen the pictures that get tagged to you will be like yes. really funny. Like uh, I wore the same dress as one of my friends and like they put it, like they made a side by side of us, like who wore it better, blah, blah, blah. Things mm-hmm. like the comments were all nice, like, oh, don't they both wear it so well? Oh, that's good. That's yeah, good. but like that kind of stuff is really funny. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's been some funny things. Direct I had, messages are right all the time. I had down. a kid from my high school post like a picture of me from high school and it was like my. What would I get? Like, I got best dressed or something. It was a picture of me getting best dressed in the high school yearbook <laughs> and then tagged me and was like, she, it was so sweet. It was like, she's still Aww. doing her thing. Like, it was like, I was like, this is really sweet. hilarious. Still That's wearing awesome. Jean jacket. It was cute. It was hilarious. What I was wearing when I, I was wearing a, a corduroy, uh, Blazer mm-hmm. and like a striped shirt underneath, oh, and the yeah, blazer yeah, yeah, it was yeah, like yeah, a mini yeah. blazer. Did it have but you like could yes. button it or leave it open? It was too tight. I couldn't button it because <laughs> that's like the look. Yep. Yeah. And that was like what I was wearing on like. I had one of this those. is the best dress. Wearing a tiny corduroy blazer. It's like Willy <laughs> Wonka awesome. or something. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, like because nothing I'm doing now relates to my past at all. So because I was the pickiest eaters, like chicken parents and French fries only. Totally. So like it's Justin. People wouldn't be like, oh, look at her now. They're probably like, what the fuck is she doing? Right, like, she's fucking killing it. Yeah, it's insane. Yeah. I mean. You are, like, on your path. You were doing it. Like, I love just, like, seeing the evolution. You inspire me. I need to be more thoughtful about it. I need to be more aggressive about it. And just being, like, I think surrounding yourself with people who are also creative doesn't have to be what you're doing. But, I mean, little things about how you went about navigating challenges whatever mm-hmm. it was you can apply it I mean I just yeah. I'm like thinking about my totally. own yeah it's amazing so where can people connect with you so you can find me on Instagram mm-hmm. at no bread clearly shoot me a direct message because I check them <laughs> yeah um, yeah my website's nobread.com and like I have a little contact form you can always reach out to me there um, social media I'm everywhere and then your my YouTube channel yeah. is called no bread so easy enough mm-hmm. um it's gonna blow and it's up. gonna be like really cool i'm super what excited can people find it. on your youtube channel what can they find on mm-hmm. it it's gonna be a lot of my recipes so mm-hmm. you know like the behind the scenes stuff like how to do it mm-hmm. and so far it's just that but we're gonna do some cool like time lapse videos we're gonna do a lot of cool lifestyle stuff so like i'm gonna go to london and i have a guy who's gonna like follow me around for a day and just like take cool Love footage that. yeah so all things me Great. In case you want to know a little more, yeah. I but we, sick. but like people do. Yeah, it's true. You know what I mean? That's like that's like the crust of it. Yeah. What's like a like, recipe? What's a recipe that's on the YouTube channel right now that people could? The eat? banana pancakes. <sighs> Takes you five minutes to make. Shit. What's the ingredients? One banana and two eggs. Damn. That's it. That's it. <laughs> that's like something. Make them small. Make them like eight mini pancakes. That's mm-hmm. like a healthier version of what I would make like at two a.m. in college. I lived by myself. Would you, your brother? What would you make? I would like whatever was in my fridge. So I'm like, if I don't have flour, how can I make myself some pancakes? Yeah. Right. <laughs> yeah. So I'd like get some oats, and then I'd like melt some a little butter, and then I'd like mix in like a banana. Yeah. And you just like fuck smash it all together. You're like and put then it you, on the griddle, and then you put it on the grill, and you're like, I hope. 
you turn into cake. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't, it doesn't matter because you just dip it in syrup. Yep. By myself on the couch. Cover it in syrup and it's good. So funny. Anyway, but that sounds amazing. We should try that. Yeah, it's super good, I promise. Next time you should bring us I'll just bring it. Yeah. (laughs) I know. I should, I don't know why I didn't think of that. Oh my God. No, No, we should come over for one of your... If you ever yes. film, we would love to watch. Just yes. like see how you're doing it. Cookies. Yes. I love that. Awesome. All right. We love you, girl. Thanks. This was amazing. Thanks we'll for having link me. everything for you guys. Oh, yeah. You're working on our jingle, aren't you? Yeah. Can you, can you, tell <laughs> can you me give how us it a goes? taste? I know you've been working on it for like two mm, weeks now. Uh, mm, uh, check the show notes. Oh, yeah. Damn, <laughs> Look girl. at the vibrato on that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> So I'm going to link everything in the show notes for you that we update after every episode, almost30podcast.com. Thank you so much for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. You guys have been doing an amazing job, yeah, we're and it means loved. everything. Just please write us. in to us. We want to hear your oh, questions, yeah. and Get you can call questions. into the show. So yeah. write into us, and we'll give you our Skype number to call in. Love awesome. ya. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah.